G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, we're not that far out from the federal budgets coming up very shortly and wanting to give some attention to some of the elements in the federal budget that might be interesting to all of us, whether we're business people or family people, a bunch of thought bubbles that have been presenting themselves from both sides of politics about what might come out in the federal budget. Gavin Martin is back with us from Cornerstone Wealth and we're going to talk through some budget issues. Hello, Gavin. Gavin, welcome back to 2020. G'day, Neil. Great to be back with you. Gavin, always good talking. And, of course, this time of year, lead up to a federal budget, we are all sort of, you know, on edge. I mean, not everybody's excited about budgets, but it's going to affect every one of us because there's talk about taxation, there's talk about superannuation, there's talk about negative gearing. Let's talk about some of the thought bubbles that are out there right now that people are talking about. What are your thoughts on on the things that are most prominent? Yeah, there are so many of them, um, and a lot of them were instigated by the uh, federal government's tax review and their or the discussion paper that, that over 200 pages of thoughts and ideas about how they might get the budget back into surplus again. I guess that's a key uh, driver so that we're not uh, borrowing from the next generation. And uh, yeah, so so many thought bubbles, as you mentioned, uh, ranging from changes to superannuation to yeah, negative gearing. Um, uh, to the GST and just trying to think about and come up with some ideas about how to raise the revenue for the government uh, without doing too much uh, damage to any one particular sector or people group. Um, yeah, so it, it'll be interesting to see um, where things end up or what's announced in the in the budget. But uh, one question we often are getting at the moment is people calling up about being at, being concerned about their superannuation and changes to their superannuation. Now, one thing that we have received from uh, Tony Abbott in particular is to say that there's not going to be any changes to superannuation announced in, in this budget or that it'll apply to this um, uh, term of government. So, I guess what you've got to say with that, Gavin, is uh, just as politicians on both sides of governments have made all sorts of promises, there's a little bit of cynicism about that and whether anybody's actually telling the truth. Uh, so tell us what your thoughts are on what might likely happen with superannuation. Yeah, exactly. So that's what uh, Tony Abbott has said as Prime Minister. But yeah, you can, you can always change his mind and say, look, the budget is, is right out of hand and we need to make this change for X, Y and Z reasons. But um, yeah, just to try and I guess, put a little, um, allay a bit of the fear that's going around with people and concerned about changes to their super, that uh, it, there shouldn't be any changes, uh, at least in this, in this budget round. But there are some changes that uh, are potentially highly, highly likely. Uh, one of the ones that keeps coming up is that when you're in the pension phase of super, so there's two phases of super. One's the pension phase um, where you're drawing money out of your superannuation account and one's the accumulation phase which most of us are in uh, where they're putting money or their 9.5% their employer puts into that account. When you're in pension phase, um, not the accumulation phase, there's no tax on the earnings and so there's 
a significant opportunity for the government to um, start to tax some of those earnings. Um, I think that's one of the key areas that will change potentially in the, in the future. Uh, the, actually, the Labor government has mentioned that they'll tax any earnings in superannuation over $75,000. And so they're trying to target the higher balances within superannuation uh, to try and um, uh, increase the, the revenue on that side. So I think that's one key area that will actually uh, change. And of course, the controversial nature of that is that people have been in that accumulation phase uh, for decades and decades in their lives uh, with promises that they'll be receiving some level of tax-free uh, payment on their superannuation. And of course, that's being threatened. That's where the controversy is, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yes. Um, and not to confuse, though, that uh, they could actually make other changes that would uh, negatively impact people thinking that way as well because there's tax within your super fund. So say, for example, you've got $100,000 in your super fund and it earns $10,000. Um, uh, when you're in the accumulation phase, you pay 15% tax or $1,500 in that scenario. When you're in the pension phase, you pay no tax. So there's tax within the fund but there's also, um, once you turn 60, there's no tax payable on the money that you draw out of your superannuation fund as well. So there's another opportunity potentially uh, for the government to change that as well. So they could say, well, uh, rather than that being totally tax-free, we might tax it at a certain rate or uh, it might add to your marginal tax rate. So there is that risk as well, or that uh, legislative risk is how we describe that. Um, but that's probably less likely than taxing it within the, the um, pension phase of super. Uh, what you're saying is there might be some sneaky ways uh, that there could be a creeping tax uh, on superannuation, uh, but uh, just how game uh, either side might be, but of course the Liberal National uh, Federal Government, just how game they might be to actually sneak something through, that might actually look worse than coming out uh, with the sledgehammer and saying, OK, we're getting a tax on it. Yeah, the, the, the problem with any changes to superannuation is that, that, that a lot of it affects those over 60 and uh, we all know that the baby boomers is such a, a large uh, uh, segment in terms of the voting segment and so if, you make, if, if any government makes negative changes in that uh, area, they're likely to be voted out at the next election. So it's a really challenging area to make those changes to. And Gavin, I guess we're talking about superannuation, we're speculating about thought bubbles, about what might happen with superannuation in the budgets, uh, but there's nothing really you can do about it, you just have to wait for what sort of announcement might come. Yes, exactly. Um, there was an interesting one with uh, that Labor's, uh, not talking about superannuation, but other initiatives, with Labor's announcement that they're pro- potentially proposing some policy changes with negative gearing. And one of the key things that they mentioned was that they're going to um, uh, not do it retrospectively, um, but do it uh, progressively. So if people have um, properties uh, that are negatively geared uh, currently, then they'll be able to remain with that status and they'll be able to claim any deductions of expenses, etc. Um, but moving forward, they potentially might uh, not uh, allow you to do it into the future. So that was an interesting uh, announcement. They haven't announced any specifics, but um, I think it was Chris Bowen who said that uh, that it wouldn't be retrospective, but into the future if they did make some changes. So, yeah. Uh, 
So with negative gearing, what you're saying is uh, while both sides might be fearful of making any wholesale changes and getting rid of uh, negative gearing, uh, the likely possibility could be that they'll introduce some sort of uh, partial change that affects negative gearing without actually uh, doing away with it altogether. Yeah, so it will only apply to properties purchased into the future, not people that have negative gearing, negatively geared properties or shares or what have you. Uh, currently, and that's often how they actually implement superannuation law changes. That they don't make them retrospective, but they make them progressively changing into the future. Okay, well, good getting your thoughts on these, and uh, lots more thought bubbles to talk about. And uh, we might get another update or two ahead of the budget. Uh, Gavin Martin from Cornerstone Wealth. Gavin, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on Twenty Twenty. Yeah, my pleasure, Neil. Great to be with you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.